This is Nicole. This is Daniel. This is Jean. And this is a Panay podcast to magically disappoint your parents. Hello. We're Uh, here. Oh, who else is here? Biscuit's here. Yes, Biscuit's here. Biscuit has been around for our long journey through Tresse. Um, don't worry, this is not a Tresse episode, but we are glad. Time. Yeah, <laughs> we are glad that y'all have been engaging from Jenna's episode all the way to budgets. Uh, so we are thankful. Um, we know that there's probably just delay and perhaps downloads because you don't want those spoilers or those rants or hot takes. Who knows? Who knows? It was kind of a long episode, <laughs> but like, what it was also hella cool because like he like budget just gave two hours of his time just to right. talk to a bunch of Americans. Like, mind <laughs> you, know, in like, the morning, too. yeah, in the morning, I, I wouldn't do oh. that, y'all. Even if I loved you, but <laughs> um, yes, truly, uh, truly trying to be transparent with how to get there instead of a gatekeeper. So we appreciate that. And, um, oh, you know what? I know that we don't have um, fan mail, fan mail, but um, I was snooping on Mikey Macasero's <laughs> Instagram one day and he was talking about like, you know, and paying tribute to his dad who had passed away, <laughs> hot takes of Mikey. Um, and then one of his dedications, like, I wish that he had seen that I would make it on this podcast um, one day. So I'm really glad we can bring some kind of like highlighting recognition to somebody who deserves it. So Mikey, we see you and um, this ain't the last of our friendship. <laughs> yeah, sorry for your loss, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I'm pretty sure the spirits and the ancestors can hear the podcast. For their, sure. their views or their listens won't count to our... <laughs> right (laughs) (laughs) our algorithm but like i like to think that they're listening yeah i hope so i hope that they're either laughing or um feeding us in in the spirit of content to do hot takes on (laughs) they might be or even just like (laughs) or or they might also just be like disappointed in us That's true. Can't make everyone happy, huh, Daniel? (laughs) All right, let's check in, y'all. It always feels like a decade um, with our listeners and with my co-host friends. How are you doing? (laughs) What a fucking couple weeks. (laughs) Just put that fucking out there. Um, Yeah, like these past couple weeks have been a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all are also feeling... I don't know. There's like a, a lot going on. I think um, uh, so we our our fridge broke. Oh, so, uh, we've been living out of a cooler for like a week, Mm-mm. like a couple of dirt bags. And um, I mean, the like the home warranty or home insurance, whatever um, there, it's taking the part a really long time to get mm-hmm. here. So we're but oh we do have a mini fridge now. Oh yeah! Well, I mean, so we took Heather's mini fridge out of her office, and <laughs> we're using it here. Um, I uh, I've been doing a lot of tech support for my parents, especially Ooh. the last couple days. Unpaid labor. Uh, I mean, I I am their <laughs> child, right? Like, uh, so that's been really trying. Taxing, <laughs> perhaps taxing. <laughs> It's like, I know that there's like, there's a time limit of like how much time I could spend with them before I'm yeah. like, all right, y'all need to 
get on out, which mm. literally I did say this to my dad once because he was being nitpicky about um, the doorknob on our um, screen door. He's like, it's time for this to go. And I say, it's time for you to go. Goodbye. Good. Um, but um, like, I'm, I'm happy for my parents. I think they're in the process of refinancing their house. Okay. So, uh, like, I hope this works out well for them. Like, I think this will be a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure it's not a scam this time. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's <laughs> been really interesting, like, uh, seeing how other people navigate my parents, like what they think my parents need versus what my parents actually need. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to talk to my therapist about that. Um, right. And possibly some of my relatives. Um, <laughs> but um, on that note, I am very thankful for my therapist and that she's um, critically conscious because um, I think like um, it would be hard to not have a critically right. conscious, like especially um, just like the kind of politics that we have and yeah, just how like aware we are of like larger structures than just like, I don't know, like my mom's mean to me. It's like, Mm -hmm. yes, but there's also like other layers to that. So um, I'm really grateful for my nice white lady therapist. Um, I had a breakthrough. uh, um, I mean, okay. I guess it's like, I feel like I already knew this, but I just was kind of keeping this truth at bay. Like, right. I, all right, I'm going to share. Yes. It's, it's still worth <laughs> celebrating, right? It's huge. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's kind of embarrassing, but anyway, so um, like I'm having a really tough time, like applying for jobs. Um, relatable, relatable. To and it's, it's ultimately it's because I'm not really over or done feeling um, like the sadness from getting that grad school rejection. Real talk. Um, Mm. Like that, like it's, I'm not like, I think I'm allowing myself to, to grieve that, but Mm. like in reality, I'm like, nah, I'm just kind of like pushing it and moving it along. Like, um, so because, you know, capitalism makes us think that, like, not even just makes us think, but it's just the reality that, like, you know, living ain't free. So, yeah. like, we, to some degree, have to, like, hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, the urgency to hustle, but the, um, like, sadness mm-hmm. of that rejection is, like, it's a disaster. Like, it's bringing out every like avoidance tactic that I have in my, my tool belt, this tool belt that's helped me survive all these years, but is just not at this point, like doing it for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, just a lot of crying these (laughs) past couple of weeks. Right. (laughs) But, um, you know, well, thank you for trusting us as co-hosts and also listeners to something that, um, which really leads into the episode, uh, right? So uh, surrounding like shame assigned to us by mm-hmm. things that are systemic, cultural, personal, um, all really relevant, all real. Um, and every time any of one of us share, I think it really opens a window for 
every other listener who doesn't quite have the words to articulate it. So um, y'all, um, if you feel something, reach out. Um, but mm-hmm. also like, even if you don't want to reach out, you can just write, <laughs> you know? So um, we're all rooting and sending and them manifesting um, success and <laughs> in any way that looks like for Nicole. So yeah. If anyone's got a hookup yeah. at the USPS, like, yeah, you can say we're related. Let's make this network work. <laughs> I want a pension. Yes. All right. Hear it, ancestors. Yeah, and listen. <laughs> Daniel, how are you? Um, also low-key a mess. Mm. Um, so Nicole, I also feel like the same, um, the same feelings as you in terms of like looking for a job. Mm. Um like for the past like month, there's just been, it's just been frustrating. Um, and I tell my students this all the time that like, if you ask me a question, I will tell you the truth, but sometimes I'm gonna just not directly state it. And you just have to know the situation for for them mm. to like understand my situation. Um, and just in case my students are listening, um, <laughs> I've been frustrated because uh, the library has been abandoned for a long time. And then now that I've taken up the library, then again, like I signed up for it. Right. Um, there's just a lot of um, uh, like organizational protocols that have kind of gone astray. And like this week, what I ended up doing was changing the homerooms and changing the grades and changing the ages of every single student, hand, like one by one. Wow. And then I'm just like, there has to be a faster way to do this. But because of the powers I have within like the catalog, I can't. Mm. And the people who do have that power also don't know how to give me that power. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the catalogs, I'm kind of just like, all right, well, I guess I'll just do the work. Um, right. And then also like just waiting on like professional promises and that have still not been fulfilled. Um, so I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of stuck on like professional limbo because uh-huh. one, I want to raise, but there are structures that prevent me from getting that raise that are out of my control. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just like, I know that, I know that like I should be at point X, but I'm still at point, let's say like V because mm. someone's not doing what they have to do. Right. Bureaucracy for sure. Right. So, right. So it's like, it's just, frustrating so then for me to kind of like alleviate that frustration I've just like been intentionally serene Mm. like I just like have to like calm myself the fuck down um Mm -hmm. and kind of just like I've had someone actually check me which is like great because I'm just like you're right um because I just need to like chill the fuck out if I have to be patient I've been patient enough and Mm -hmm. I can be patient even more Oh my God, who was it? Who checked you? <laughs> Saving that for our show notes. <laughs> that's, that's, yes. a, that's for the Patreon. That's not an existence. Yeah. Um, um, wow. But yeah, just like being like serene. And strangely enough, I was watching, um, uh, what is it called? Downton Abbey again. Yes. Um, and there was one line um, and a person was just like, face the harsh reality, then settle for false, like false hope. And I was just like, you're right. Like mm-hmm. my reality is that like the library is a mess rather than like, oh my gosh, like this library is going mm-hmm. to be this at like this point. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's a mess and I'm here to fix it. 
and that's the reality of things rather right. than like our library is so great and I was like no it's not it's not great right, right. Now. um I also tell myself to like I keep reminding myself about this about like my heart mm-hmm. um like I'm doing the library work because my heart is not in teaching anymore right it's right. just an overall literacy my heart is with like my at my advisory kids who's helping me with like the library project and I'm like I'm just like I can't get frustrated because I don't want that to leak over to like my kids so Fair I'm enough. just going to like remind them that, that I'll just keep fighting um and also like stay in your lane but keep fighting mm. those makes, are that's that, where I'm at I mean I think you know and you've heard this from me a million times that this is like you, the library is a very political space that we forget mm-hmm. about. You know, we think it's just transactional books, but what's curated, how often it's used. Um, and also shout out to everybody who who is from the BB audience who funded um, yes, the first phase and stage. Um, much love to them um, who also want to support you. And you, to me, you weren't even asking a lot, you know, mm-hmm. like $300 um, is small. And so then I started thinking like, God, Daniel School can't even afford three hundred dollars. Like, uh, it's not a, like a can't. It's a they don't want to allocate. Right, right, right. Absolutely right. Because uh, then it would be a line in the budget, right? Oh, um, let me let me give you some cheese me about that too. Let's go. So I, <laughs> I sent out the like my like funding my donors choose site, mm-hmm. um, and once I sent that, I sent a message back to like the person who's in charge of like the money. And then magically, they were like, oh, yes, we'd love to fund you. And I was just like, interesting. So I had to do something first to prove that I'm serious about this when you should have known in the first place that I'm serious about this. Right. It should be an easy ask. It's literally to maintain uh, relevant content in the library. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you had to do additional labor that didn't have to be done um and that's me saying that that's not you that's an outsider looking in um but it's really tough and when i think about you know social movements even this library and how political it is i think about um it the success of the library might outlive you just like how other initiatives like me and nicole with like cozy like some of these things are just going to outlive us and we will just be the name that found it you know what i mean unfortunately Mm -hmm. um I don't know. It. I'm. I'm tired just listening to both your stories in a good way, and like, uh, like that. I love you, but also like that. Uh, empathy is the mode within which I operate. So it's like, oh, y'all, like, we don't get enough good things in life, just in general, right? I mean, I'm. I'm not, I don't think I'm alone either. Um, speaking of that, my check-in real quick is I. <laughs> my birthday is next week. Um, but Ooh. yeah. Tuesday. Um, but I, Nicole knows as I was bouncing around whether I'd have a party. But before I get into that particular um, realization of turning 34, um, when I was just reading uh, students' journals, um, and that's supposed to be a creative exercise, the main theme of every person's testimony and illustration was that I'm tired. And I thought either imagination is dying or truly we are just tired, right? In this like limbo of pandemic, right? We're dancing between private and public life, mass and masked, unmasked, dead, not dead. Like it's a, I get why just overall, it's just kind of put a hood of um, exhaust on us. 
Um, but for me, you know, I, I welcome that now. I welcome if somebody can't make it to class or if, you know, something happens, like, I'm just like, well, you know, it's time to make up for it. The moment is passing, so forth and so forth. Just kind of like you, Daniel, you're reminding me of like what my yoga teacher is saying, like that, sur- that intentional serenity is almost like waiting for the moment to pass, but not break you. Um, and so turning 34 and I'm totally embracing signs of getting older. Um, there was like a, a sentence that made no sense on like an assignment on the PowerPoint and somebody corrected me. I was in like, Oh, I'm so dumb. I didn't even say that as I was like, uh, Oh, well, you know, or a typo, like nobody tries to shame me like what a dummy, you know? So I, it has been okay in leaning into my 34. Um, so uh, I'm cool. oh, let me hold on there because yes. 34 is not old. <laughs> it is not old, actually. It's not old. It's, it's not, not old, old, but it's old and by internet standards, I guess I'm, you would consider yeah, me. Whatever. But <laughs> also, like, were you just tired? Me? Um, was I just tired? No, because oh, like I know you have like I a million jobs. <laughs> so were you? Was it just okay? Like- let me be honest. So let me be honest. Hot takes on Jean's teaching style. I just like copy and paste from three semesters ago my PowerPoint. So two semesters ago, nobody ever called me out on some of these typos and some bullshit questions I put. It was only this class was like, mm, Professor, that actually didn't make any sense. I was like, oh man, this is copied and pasted million times over. Um, thanks for being honest with me, um, fall 2021. Um, so I kind of appreciate that. Um, usually I like get real anxious about teaching a perfect class, not me anymore. So um, I like just, uh, I like being at peace currently in this week before my birthday. <laughs> You know, every day is an adventure with me. Um, just being um, at peace with those parameters of my imperfections. So um, it is what it is, is what uh, many people say, but mostly Brenda, my intern. So uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Wait, also, Jean, copying and pasting a lesson from like years ago is called working smart as a teacher. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure every professor and instructor does that. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so, but you know, do you ever look at stuff? Well, for Daniel, do you ever look at stuff and like, why did I teach this? Like, this makes no sense. Or why did we waste time on this exercise? Or I push these students too hard. Like, I was just like, what is going on? I just feel like in a different headspace. Well, here's the question, Jean. Does it work? No, it didn't work. And I don't know why you okay, no. it. <laughs> so silly. But you uh, learned something from yes, it. Yes, I did learn See? something from so, it. That's great. But that's I won't gross. tackle it till next semester. To <laughs> you know if what? I remember. It's like a um, thank you for the, what is it like a such and such uh, walked so we could run or someone run oh. <laughs> ran so we could walk or something. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that colloquialism. Um, yeah, well, that's our check-in. So let's talk about what today's episode is. It's about uh, guilty pleasure yeah how, like, how did this even come up you brought it up <laughs> it's <laughs> like i don't remember like what mm. were we talking about beforehand and i was like oh he's doing a guilty pleasure i think it was in the middle of a check-in we're like wow that's a great idea write that down and i did because i'm a virgo <laughs> mm. <laughs> i'm thankful for that yes um, <sighs> Here so today's, are. yeah, so today's episode is 
on guilty pleasures. Hey-o. Um, I'm hoping that we can tackle this um weird topic. <laughs> or I guess like a weird concept with um that we can all move forward and look at guilty pleasures differently, aka abolish them. Um, so I think like for me, conceptually, guilty pleasures are like a shaming tactic. Mm-hmm. Like it's a mm-hmm. way to um, make folks feel bad about the things that they love and find joy in. Um, and feeling bad and shame, I pretty sure like goes hand in hand with guilt yeah they're like yeah too terrible i don't know i don't know how to personify them except for the like like the shame monster from big mouth yeah that's like what i think of often (laughs) she's kind of my favorite um so i you know i try to uh not do that Mm. but i think that it's like it's so ingrained Mm -hmm. in our society to to like abide by um what guilty pleasures are so um what how do y'all conceptualize guilty pleasures um i'll go you know i uh, you know backtrack i am filipina but um but i grew up in guam as a catholic and it's like catholic society there so this whole idea of like walong hia is like very is of, of recent decade in my life because all i ever knew was shame and like nail me to the cross situation here um so yeah i think along here is like intentional freedom right so like there's always going to be like critiques within our culture filipino culture because chisness needs its juice like mm. you know um it could be a neighbor or it could be a classmate from a decade ago that people just need to like shame um so i i believe like along here is like the small very small pockets of freedom that help you like deconstruct daily like how um what how and what tears down other filipinos right like if somebody's like oh this you know this person uh do you engage or not engage or just like let them be you know um so there's just daily things we can um deconstruct whether it's be about our body our profession who you hang out with what you even do with your free time you know people will use the word lazy upon even the closest of friends and so forth and so forth. So that's just, you know, my scratching on the surface from a recent person adopting Wulong Hia, but yeah. Um, so for both of your answers, um, I noticed that you both were like focusing on the external part of like of guilty pleasures. Whereas for my answer, I was focusing on the inner part of, okay. of guilty So like, yes, in one sense, it's about shame that I like that I understand but in another sense when a person overcomes that shame if you know if they ever and of course time is necessary therapy most likely um guilty pleasures are a way to be socially unconventional Mm, without like necessarily getting any like flagrant or negative repercussions because I mean like other people do the same guilty pleasure Mm -hmm. it's just that they're also doing it very covertly Mm, all good words um so it's kind of just like it's so pleasurable um, if it's cathartic, pleasurable, or like if it hits a spot and as long as it doesn't harm anyone else, then like the do it. It's your, it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Butt stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking today that I kind of missed that, but um, all right. Wait, butt stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
well like and that I guess like there's like this broad range right of like yes it like sexual quote-unquote deviancy or like the the kind of content that you consume right like your hobbies or like even like the kind of music that you listen to can be considered right. like a guilty pleasure, but it's like, yeah. it's like why? Like, okay, mm. like Ariana Grande is kind of a ding dong, but I, <laughs> I love pop music. Yeah. Um, yes. So it like there's a very broad range of what, um, like, of what we are capable of being uh, guilted into thinking, right? Is it cool right. Or whatever, but. It, actually does bring us joy wow it makes you think that peer pressure from like grade school has never died for some week. <laughs> uh it no just... it just turns into adults <laughs> wow yeah yeah um with that being said though ariana grande butt stuff everything else what is your top guilty pleasure and keep in mind that i the question was top guilty pleasures, but everyone put five. <laughs> it's just too many to lie, because Daniel. Because we're guilty. That's why like, we, <laughs> we live with so much guilt. Um, okay. Numer- so I, I wanted to rank mine five as like my least fave, but I still favor. Um, and then to number one. So um, number five for Jean Munson. Watch this like backfire on me in 10 years um (laughs) (laughs) is calculating revenge um this is the bitter side of being a virgo but i love it um so sometimes i get ahead of myself and take too much pleasure in taking people down um (laughs) and you know like don't fuck with gene is basically (laughs) what this Message. They get to see me like laugh with joy at that. Um, number four, dad bods with beards. Uh, don't get it twisted. It's not dads. I'm not a huge fan of dads in general, um, <laughs> but I'm all about them love handles. I think they're so beautiful. Um, and full beards, no patches, please. Um, <laughs> wow, are you shaving folks with like uneven um, facial hair growth? Um, you know, okay, I'm not shaming them. I would not fuck them though. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, maybe if the apocalypse only had patches, then we'd be down, but um, patches. <laughs> uh, number three, guilty pleasure is um. <laughs> is ambushing meetings especially leadership meetings um nicole has seen this i get like super pumps like a sport because i know that i crashed it and that um i'll say something very left field that will upset them but because they're politicians they can't be that mean to me <laughs> because it might be on the record yes. although maybe <laughs> someone in the past may maybe tried to remove it from the yeah it's happened but <laughs> at least at least i lived the experience <laughs> you know number three kind of sounds like number five you know what it's all related i'm one person <laughs> with so much joy. <laughs> um number two i like okay this is just for one person i like watching this in story of a guy who gives unsolicited advice um my closest friends know who this is y'all don't know i'll probably show you the videos but it's like private um he, he gives unsolicited advice um, but he's never engaged in healing work. So it's, he's very ironic. That's what makes me laugh. And it's really comedic. Yes, this does make me kind of a troll. Um, so I just, I, this probably ties into five as well. Um, but I would get into a street fight with him. You know, I think that would, uh, 
that would uh, give me some closure, but. Uh, <laughs> um, and my number one most favorite, dear to my heart ever, and my friends here know, um, I love, and this developed in 2020 to 2021, I love investigating multi-level marketing schemes. Um, they just, I mean, just understanding um, cult-like culture um, based off char- charisma really just is so interesting to me. Um, that's me in a nutshell. Everybody, anybody you know, can relate maybe? Um, absolutely. Uh, this kind of all just like really points to you as a historian Yes, like yeah. that you um, like calculate. <laughs> like it's like you're seeing historically how things happen mm-hmm. and things don't change. So this is like your way of making change. Yes, in yes. um, in I don't know. I mean, I do know, but I'm not gonna say what it right. is. Right. Um, and then like um. Oh, oh gosh, what was the other one? Multi, multi, uh, like pyramid MLMs. schemes. Let's call it what like, it is. <laughs> they've been around for a while. Like, yes. So that also is, it's like you as a history nerd, like really tracing the history of like Amway to Lululemon. Yes, I love it. I love it because, okay, backstory to that, I think that a lot of the people at the top of the pyramid have um, similar personalities to me but they use their power unethically. And it just fascinates me to see it on the other spectrum of people being exploited through charisma. Like it just drives me wild. Like, oh my goodness. Um, But who knows? Number five might help number one one day. Like like that's, and it's, and seeing these, it's like, what's there to be guilty of? Like, uh, like why, why do we feel guilt? Um, Why why does Jean feel guilty about, uh, laughing at people who don't engage in healing work <laughs> right right <laughs> I, mean, I, I get it I get it like this is um so <laughs> I would say that my I guess I'm gonna rank them from like worst to least worst yes. like verity <laughs> um is like I love to subtweet mm-hmm. um and like I know I can get like really mean um and in the moment, it feels like really good to like cut people down with words. But at the end of the day, it doesn't like it doesn't. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, you know, we shame ourselves into things. We can't really shame other people into mm-hmm. like being better. So like I I just I will exhaust myself like um, trying to construct like a really witty um like thread of things mm-hmm. about like what the fuck ever um but I just expelled so much energy just being like mean um <laughs> but like I try to really like focus on like I think it's like fair game to talk about things that happen pop culturally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um because I mean that's like the platform for it right so I guess I don't feel too bad about that because it's like I'm fucking no one you know like me right, they're not losing money yeah. on your ass. Yeah, yeah. No, and yeah. Um, so my second worst thing <laughs> is that like oh wait, no, no, I want to hear about these three things. Oh, okay. Oh. So I did the subtweet to the subtweet. <laughs> the sub- well, yes. I mean, like, so I won't, I'm not actually subtweeting about like the Met mm-hmm. and like 
um, performative feminism is like really having its moment right now. Mm. (laughs) Um, Cause I'll just like, I will directly address those things. Like um, the fucking dress that AOC wore was just like, it did nothing. Like it would have been less, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It would have been less like, not offensive, but like, um, insulting if she had just like decided to go to this schmoozy thing and like not try to be political about it you know because like okay whatever like tax the rich but like it's her literal job to like and Heather did point this out to me because I was just like too um like um laser focused on like being mean about performativity um like as like a congressperson like isn't that kind of like your job? Like if you want to tax the rich, like don't you, you have the power. Yeah. Yeah, You have the power to like draw up laws to like actually tax wealthy people. But let me just wear this fucking dress. Like, I mean, and there's other things to deconstruct from that moment. Like, um, you know, everyone, it, it ticked off all the, um, like marginalized, marginalized identity boxes, but like, what it, whatever I'm, yeah. I'm so upset yeah. by it um, right, right, right. like and then I'm always upset by queer fandom like honestly right. they they are like at the maybe second maybe top of my list of like things I love to subtweet about mm-hmm. um and me being mean about that does also doesn't like do anything about like queer fandom's problem with white supremacy like it just makes them even more defensive and unwilling to like engage Mm -hmm. with me especially and folks like me um and then i don't know how to pronounce his name but um marvel's newest um superhero the Mm -hmm. um model minority (laughs) like um like like i'll directly just talk shit about that like i guess it's i'm not subtweeting that um but I guess we've kind of gotten a in a weird no I'm 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 following you because like you know (laughs) yeah uh, I will say this about the AOC thing is that I think that everyone else at that ball is held to the same standard Simu was also there you know what I mean like um all of them I I share that critique on all of them like I mean unmasked and like being willy-nilly and free and like what about the rest of us you know I mean it, it it, like my mom was like, I think I came to, I came out, I was walking outside without my mask right to her door. And she's like, what is your mask? You know, people would die. And I was like, well, you know, mom, the Met Gala made in, uh, <laughs> they didn't wear it. So should I? And she's like, she like, and I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. I'll put on my mask. Um, but yeah, I just, I wanted to be facetious to somebody and she was within <laughs> the line of target. <laughs> Sorry, Auntie Virgie. <laughs> Um, I mean, that kind of also comments on, like, a different, now, like, a, a new layer of, like, privilege, right? Like, celebrity mm. privilege, not wearing masks just because they're at this, this fancy thing. Yeah, to be taking pictures of, right? So, um, just, you know, instill the reality that it's so weird because people are just, like, dying, suffering, and being sick daily. Um, and then there's just this whole another layer of that, that doesn't exist in that reality. And it's all existing in the same plane. It's just really, uh, one student in class was like, are we living in a simulation? And I was like, everybody got goosebumps. Like, 
maybe we are, you know, um, way to be meta on that. But yeah, I mean, I, I hear you on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Back yeah. to your shame. <laughs> guilty, yeah, guilty pleasure. I, my guilty pleasure. Okay. Went talking shit on Twitter. Um, number two, I love to pick scabs cause I'm fucking disgusting. I like it too. I didn't know. It's, like, it's like, um, but it's like really bad for me because like, um, they don't heal. Oh, and I guess it could be like metaphorical <laughs> in a sense. Right. Like, like, am I, I think part of it is like anxiety or like, um, what's the other one? Like a compulsive, like mm-hmm. if, if, so my, Oh boy, I'm putting it. I rarely ever talk about this. Hey, we're here. <laughs> we're in the same place. Unless it's with like Heather. So I, um, because you know, it's like one thing to like pop your significant other's like pimples or like mm-hmm. push out their blackheads. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that. Okay. Like I'm not. That's real love, like, y'all. Yeah. I don't that's, know, like, that's, that's like real intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I love that. Um, but like I'll be like, oh yeah check my head for scabs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it just it's really bad like sometimes I just have they just become sores and it's gross you know like especially if like I'm not as diligent with like washing my hands and I'm like giving myself infections and then I can't like shave my head all the way because I have all these scars it's like it's a vicious cycle yeah and that definitely for sure will point to like an avoidance to heal something mm. like oh this poetic this just took a poetic it's, just, uh, it's like very <laughs> meta once again so that's my second most disgusting guilty pleasure can we hang um, out there because that actually that I didn't realize that was actually like very pleasurable because when I was a kid like you know how you get like a big scab and then you do pick mm-hmm. it up just to see like where it's restored itself but you're right like sometimes you go too far you know mm-hmm. and oh, then it starts yeah. bleeding all over again but it is so fascinating then it's the it turns colors like um yeah I think that's pretty cool I don't know just I think like um, when I was, when I got the chicken pox, I like loved to pick all those scabs mm-hmm. and like, look at them. Yes. It's like, what is this? It's disgusting. It's like, <laughs> look, look at all these sores and it's just gross. It's like, a cool I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. Like, let me just, anyway. But you do gross. it right. And probably a listener <laughs> I, does it too. I, mm-hmm. well, I think a, a lot of people like pick don't like shh. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a very hush hush thing um i do also like to watch some trash television Ew. so like a 90 day and um along those same lines um and on the one hand it's like a really good um manual of like how not to be like how to not treat your partners um but it's also like really enraging because there's all these different layers of like a 90 day that I don't know that anyone else really talks about. Like it's <laughs> like it, everyone is so focused on how like terrible people treat each other that they don't, well, well I don't actually know if anyone's talking about like, um, uh, like making someone's home country, like, like destabilizing, Ooh. like uh, with like America destabilizing other countries and like the need to, like forced migration Ooh. in that way. Um, huh. Like I'm, I'm sure someone is talking about it, but um, I feel like in, um, I don't, I don't think that people are talking about it enough. Like I, of course, I'm not going to like 
count on Discovery and TLC to like do that because then that would like fuck up their ratings. Like I don't think people are in it like for those kind of layers, but um, it's also like kind of sad because it's just like seeing people be terrible to each other. Like, I can only take so much of it. Right. People are desensitized to it. Viewers are to yeah. the con- to the cultural context that it is, and like to just the dynamic toxicity. Is gar like is garbage? People treat each other like garbage on there. Um, and then I also really like to check who's looking at my IG stories. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> like I love to just go on there and see like oh who's looking at my shit because sometimes it's like it's really interesting like yeah because it's like people who I sometimes it's people who I don't um you see like, any inter- interact with um I noticed that um an ex's uh, brother was looking at Yo. my shit the other day which I'm like what's that Spies? about <laughs> I mean like I don't care but I do care yeah you know yeah um because I am kind of like paranoid also <laughs> So, like, I have to, I don't know, like, I don't know what that feeds in for me. I'll have to take that to therapy. Um, And then I love, like, video games. I know that, like, um, it's not, like, a huge, like, guilty pleasure because, I like, you know, people build careers out of playing video games. But I think, like, for me, um, and especially, like, around my parents and stuff, they see video games just like mm-hmm. childish, mm-hmm. which, okay, like maybe, but also like, um, uh, like it's like feeding my inner child because I didn't have a lot of video games growing up. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, I was always like, like I have to try to balance like how much, how, how much video gaming I'm doing, um, which if I'm trying to avoid something, um, like feeling the pain of, grad school rejection <laughs> then I will <laughs> you'll see how many hours I played in Animal Crossing and now like um, oh I've seen <laughs> yeah I, I, almost a thousand um and that's not it's not even counting my second account that I like biscuit <laughs> so uh that plus like I am rediscovering this game um Horizon Zero Dawn Mm. uh that playstation mm. put out i mean it's an old game but like i couldn't get past like a very simple task when i first got the game and so now i'm like oh i got past it i i just gotta <gasps> keep doing this for fucking ever yeah and i i know that playstation like announced a new version or like a second game like, i'm not a big gamer so like um i can lose a lot of time mm depending on what I have going on. Uh, you know, you're, that whole losing time is very frowned upon in our culture. You know, it's mm-hmm. like be productive from the moment you wake up to the when you sleep and forever, you got to ser- be subservient to everybody all the time. And the theme that I'm getting out of your particular list is that you like to uh, hold people accountable, you know, um, <laughs> in a toxic way, <laughs> in a toxic, but sometimes fun and a leisurely way. Um, but yeah. Ghost like cats. Nicole, <laughs> Nic- oh, ghost cats. Nicole, if it makes you feel any better, a lot of the games are 10 and up. Ayo. So I'm that's how I treat my inner child. Yes, 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 yes. Um, for me, I have no like order. I literally was just like, okay, let's think and let's put it on the page. Um, number one, 
uh, I don't know if this is really like a guilty pleasure, but it's something that I find just like pleasurable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, practicing what to do and to say before a real situation. Oh, you're so a like, thespian. <laughs> like, like, let's say that like, let's say like my partner and I are like, are like, you know, like not seeing eye to eye on something. I just like talk to myself as if I'm talking to my partner. <laughs> I think that's very helpful. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, but I think this is like this part or like, you know, practicing before a real situation is the most like pleasurable to me whenever like I go to a restaurant, like I have to know exactly what like I have to pick first because wow. like one, like I just don't want to be anxious at the restaurant and two, just, I don't know, it just like makes me feel good to like look at the menu and just like, okay, what can I, what what things can I do to like mix and match all these things oh. but still come out like really, really this is a good tip. Economical and also just like delicious. Okay. So that's, that's one. Um, I number- can't believe you're saying that your first guilty pleasure is being prepared. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to be, you know, like ahead of the game. Um, you know, uh, can we stay here for a second? Like yeah. this is this is kind of not very common in our culture because usually it's like either you're super passive aggressive and you don't care for conflict resolution or you so you give silent treatments and then or you just kind of like like word vomit like right. your emotions. So for you to even rehearse is like very rare. Like uh, people would probably be like you're pro- people would probably label you as being Ma'arte, Daniel, and like mm-hmm. um, you do it. Yeah, just do it. True mm-hmm. cancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, sometimes like when I create like these scenarios in my head, just like these conversations, um, I get to the point of like me crying as if like whoever was supposed to be talking to me actually said those things. They're just like, and then like when I get into the real situation and it's actually like fairly neutral and like positive, I'm just like, oh, actually, yeah, I'm so (laughs) glad that I cried. I guess like that's a guilty pleasure. (laughs) Crying is your guilty pleasure? Like I cancer. (laughs) Um, Number two, um, so similar to kind of like what, um, Jean said earlier, um, watching people fail. I love the feeling of schadenfreude so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's why I watch like movie, like I would watch the fire festival love movie it. over and over again because it's just a shit show. Yeah. Um, I recently watched a Hulu documentary on WeWork. Ooh. And I have a book to read about WeWork right now. And I was just like, this is also a shit show. What I is just that? Remember, um, it's like a, um because uh what is it what can i like okay so it was supposed to be like a tech real estate company but then what it ended up being is like you get to like rent out an office space oh my god other people yes oh oh, oh, yes 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 that was kind of hot out here for a second like shared workspaces yeah Yeah, i um i remember going to a cafe i forgot which one it was but there was like we work people trying to like, oh my gosh, we work, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, um, in my head, I was just like, I know this is a scheme. One, two, give me all the free stuff. So I got like a tote bag, a button, a <laughs> journal. And I was just like, you've been punked. <laughs> so I got free stuff and their company's going down the drain. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's freaking hilarious. I love it. Um, and then also just like, if you if you know someone at work that you don't like and they fail miserably, that is just like, like wonderful to me. I mean, relatable, relatable. 
especially if you have nothing to do with it. I'm just like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's like you just let the universe be take the universe. Over. It's like yeah. it's a right. very Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus took the wheel and crashed it on the right. <laughs> It's above you now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, number three for me, loopholes. When like, especially with my students, when they always try to like reason something out. And at the very end, I'm kind of just like, okay, so like talk to me, blah, 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 blah. And at the very end, it's just like, and that's why that happened. And I was just like, okay, so what you're saying is that you got in trouble because you put yourself in that trouble. Ooh, you're a decoder. It's like, Mr. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but that's just, that's just a thing. Like today, there was a student who had his cell phone out. And for some reason, and like, I am not a fan of this, because I also have to follow that rule. We cannot have our like technology out. Mm. I'm kind of just like, okay, whatever. Um, but like a student had his cell phone out. And I was just like, hey, your cell phone's out. And they're like, well, Mr. Like, it doesn't fit in my pocket. And I was like, it sure fits in your backpack, though. Ooh, I can't wait for you to like, continue <laughs> to get older and build up a- Build up your Rolodex of comebacks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, a lot of students think that I mean, but then I just tell them like, hey, like all you have to do is just like do what you got to do. <laughs> and that's it. I was just like, if you had to write an essay, great. And then they're just like, but Mr. Like this and this and this and this. And I was just like, okay, my, my question was like, did you write your first sentence? <laughs> And I'm like, no. And I'm like, there we go. So the issue is that you don't have your first sentence. How can I help? (laughs) I love it. Um, Number four, I've done this like many a times. So whenever I'm like, whenever I'm out, like I usually have something to read, like Mm -hmm. a book or um, an ebook on my phone or like the back of a cereal box or whatever. Um, (laughs) And I just use reading to get out of things sometimes especially when I don't want to be part of a conversation or like, or like, let's say I'm like with a group of friends and they're, they're all just like, chee, 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 ka, 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 whatever. And I'm just like reading and they'll be like, Daniel, what did you, uh, what do you think? And I was like, oh, sorry. I was reading, you know, like the menu. I'm going to steal this. You're like, a, <laughs> you're like real life, like Rory Gilmore. Just <laughs> pulls out a fucking novel and just like <laughs> sits under a tree. It's just like, I don't know. It, it's convenient. But also, I'm getting knowledge out of it. Mm. You're also a book nerd. So. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> so I guess like that's kind of like an extra guise um, for my action. <laughs> um, and then lastly, uh, I love checkmating people. I actually had to get help from my partner about like this last one, and I was like, you know, it, it is true. I like to like get ahead of the game, kind of like with what what happened with the library and what's happening with like with that with work right now I'm kind of just Mm. like I just I just want to make sure that I'm like ahead of the game but also making sure that like the people who are trying to get ahead of me cannot be ahead of me hey oh um so I guess in a sense I'm I'm like exuding gene energy with calculating revenge I think that the three of us have this in common with don't fuck with us like Mm. don't fuck with us and we also have a lot of anxiety (laughs) yep yep I mean, the pendulum has to swing the one way or the other. Wow. Okay. We're mean. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking mean, but we're also very anxious about it. Yes, yes. Um, this really defines who we are as bruja baddies. 
emphasis on bad. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but, you know, I mean, I I think it takes a lot of power to admit that we are not all sunshine and fucking roses. You know, like we right. are real people. And, you know, this goes back. Let me let me bring the teachable moment here that, um, you know, Asians are always seen as docile or like harmless. And um, I mean, you can challenge the fact that any of these guilty pleasures are true or not. Um, and you might find out the hard way. <laughs> Uh, fuck around and find out Filipino Heritage Month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's coming up October. Hey, what a setup for October. <laughs> <laughs> fuck around uh, and find out. <laughs> <laughs> when when uh, 20, 30 years from now, when they're writing our wiki page, they'll find this particular episode and be like... <laughs> All right, let's get to my question here. What is your Filipino morong moronghia pleasure? Meronghia. Um, did I say that right? Instead of walanghia, it's meronghia. Right, right. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll kick us off, y'all. You know, not many of us Filipinos um, are good with the milk, with the milk product. Um, but I'm lactose intolerant, maybe like my friends on this uh, episode. Um, so I love fucking milk. You can't stop me. Give me the hollow hollow three times over. Um, <laughs> and then my tummy will be rumbling like like there's like a, like a herd coming, like, you know, uh, like a stampede. And um, it's definitely painful. But on a good day, it's just farts, you know. Uh, and speaking of farts, I love blaming other people who, uh, <laughs> too when when I ut it. And so um, I'm clearly the one who dealt it, um, which is very opposite from my partner Koi, who says, excuse me for every fart he has. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm always like, it was a rhino or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's me, Nicole. I mean, I am also guilty, guilty um of consuming dairy when I shouldn't be um but I guess not having a fridge will help me not consume (laughs) dairy um uh, once again I my uh not meron here but like puro here (laughs) (laughs) straight up shame um I and this is also like just me being fucking mean is like I don't respect elders the way we're like typically uh like raised to mm-hmm. like you know like mm-hmm. it's just allowing your elders to say what the fuck ever and mm-hmm. let them let them say just let them verbally abuse you and like mm-hmm. berate you like I don't do well with um not saying anything in return mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, like I um you know, like, I'll question my parents about, like, some financial decisions or, like, um, if if for some reason um, I have a, a sibling that bad mouths me on, on social media, I will <laughs> dish it right back to them. Um, <laughs> and I feel really good about it, yeah. but I also feel bad that, like, I allowed myself to um, get as petty Right, right. Uh, which, um, and I don't know what to think of that because, like, sometimes they're spicy good though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I do, and that's that's like the pleasurable part of it is like when I do have a really good like 
comeback. Um, but then it's like, what did that? I was just mean. I feel like <laughs> I like I love to be mean, but I don't feel good being mean. Um, mm. So uh, I would say that that's like my widely recognized uh, <laughs> amongst my family, like mm-hmm. um, very anti to what I guess like our culture of respect is. Yeah, but I also think about how elders don't even lose a wink of sleep over shit that we say. I mean, um, my yeah. dad blasted me uh, just earlier this week and he can't understand why I've been visiting because I just, it's scary. Well, not scary, but like triggering. And so, yeah, I mean, I get it. <laughs> it's part of like trying to unlearn like these toxic communication modes that we've been socialized <laughs> Yeah, but our generation um, like tucks it in and there's just like leaves it behind or like, you know, just like, you know, they toss it. <laughs> I know. Um, Daniel, what about you? Uh, same line of thinking as uh, as Nicole, um, finding my parents about my sexuality and my life, my life thereafter. Mm. Um, I mean, like, yeah, still like respect your friends, parents, do whatever. Um, but you know, like there's a time when you end up like having to parent your own parent. And I find much pleasure with that. Mm. Um, and it kind of like boils back down to like, you know, like the, the things that, that I find pleasurable, like practicing what to say, um, watching people fail, (laughs) think about loopholes, um, checkmating people, because like I use whatever they use on me against them. So whenever she's like, oh, well, according to the Bible, you can't, you know, like you, a man can't be with a man. And I was like, well, also, according to the Bible, you're supposed to lo- love your neighbor. So which Ooh. one do you want to, which one do you want to do? And it's like, well, Jesus said this. And I was like, no, Paul said that. <laughs> you like, have that inner attorney in you. <laughs> well, and then that's the thing, right? It's like, oh, you love to argue so much. Why don't you become a lawyer? <laughs> I was like, no. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's, it's cathartic. It feels good, but it also feels bad whenever like, you know, like I see my mom crying because I'm just like, I understand that there's like a communication disparity, mm. there's a, a blockage. Um, but at the same time, it's like, like I'm trying to understand you, but you're not explaining yourself to me. Um, and you're, I'm trying to understand, uh, I'm trying to explain myself, but you're having a hard time understanding me. We have to meet somewhere in the middle, but usually most of the time, she stays in her place and I'm the one reaching out. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just like. I feel like I just watched you rehearse right now. Oh. <laughs> this conversation. Um, but it's just, it's so difficult. Um, I find pleasure in it still because mm-hmm. I want them to understand that like, this is me. It's not their fault. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's actually like, I'm the product of their like parenting. So like, they should be proud of like where I am right now. I'm kind of proud of you too, because this seems like it has a history of hurt. And now you're at a point where it's like, come for me, come at me, <laughs> come at yeah. me, bro. And you're like, you have every, like I said, 20 years down the road, this Rolodex comeback comebacks and Daniel, I'm here for it. I'm here for those quotables, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, wow. I've learned so much. <laughs> this is like the, um, the journey of like disappointing your parents. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> accepting that you are disappointing to them yes and sometimes it's fucking pleasurable (laughs) 
because like what you disappoint them but then it's like you still need my help to print something out for you right exactly which is it right um when it used to be like crying a corner and be like why am i alive you know Uh, real talk real talk all right friends i'm learning so much i feel like we got closer from this exercise of uh guilty pleasures um let's (laughs) talk rex nicole what's good so um once again i love (laughs) my dentist um (laughs) i um i have to get a crown (laughs) and then a root canal Oh, that hurts. Um, so shout out to Dr. Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Smiles. Charleston and Nellis. Honestly, like if you're also hella anxious about like going in for heavy dental work, like she prescribes good stuff to like he does or um to like prep you before going in. Like I'm for like heavy um surgery, like this bee shows up high like <laughs> on a prescribed high yeah for sure because um, mm-hmm. i just i i have a bad history with dentists and mm. so i'm very um i i didn't realize that my dentist and i have been together for like three years and she pointed that out and i was like you're fucking right like we have gone through some shit and i wow. have some growth there's an anniversary um, there it yeah. really is i hope um to get a discount um i also um so my second rec is ann carly um who is on um instagram mm-hmm. um and also has a shop called my feeling shop um so um, our good friend Des um, hooked me up with some goodies. So I've got this Yakin pin and this Ayumungi pin. So like, um, they're I think they're a queer artist that's based out of um, Toronto, perhaps. Right. But yes, follow them, buy their stuff. Just Jean, don't buy their stuff because I got you something for your birthday. For they have a cool ass <laughs> pin that says childhood trauma server. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Everyone should get one for Christmas. Um, honestly, these are so uh, cute. Yeah. They're like, their shit is really cute. So uh, shout out to Des for um, like, uh, what, what you, like introducing me to a really cool filipino artist yeah um and yeah. my third recommendation is sweet tarts rope i know so like, good uh, i shouldn't i mean like i'm at the dentist for a reason <laughs> but like it's they've got like gay ones like <laughs> i call them pride ones but they're like rainbow yes they're so good i don't know what that they're white cream is good. in there so i don't know it's like it's just sugar my mouth is watering and i, I love, love it so I, I liked it. it's since we've been living out of a um, a cooler. I will go pick up a bag of ice and some sweet tart ropes. Hey, you gotta cope. Oh my gosh! I just googled sweet tarts rope, and I thought I thought that was like a um, like a bakery, but it turns out it's just literally sweet tarts as a rope. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah, delicious. Try them. They're at every pharmacy. <laughs> They're also a really good like road trip. Candy. Yes. Oh. oh, I'm so hungry for them. Um, as <laughs> <Every> usual, <laughs> it's on brand. Daniel, what's good? Um, my number one rec, and also thank you for those who um helped me with this uh with my project. Mm-hmm. Um, donors choose. So if you're a teacher, 
Um, and let's say that your school isn't, uh, you know, very supportive about like some projects that you have at your school. Um, use donors choose. Um, I got my like library partially funded through donors. Um, and on your first classroom projects, if you've never done donors choose, um, donors get a code and like a company will match any donations that, um, you know, like are given to your project, which in a sense just means like it doubles your funds and you get to your goal faster. And that's how I got to like my $300 goal. So again, like, thank you for those who mm -hmm. um, donated. Um, and then also I've been getting like tons of emails from them. Apparently there were like random promotions um, for donors too. So then sometimes they'll be like, oh, is this your third like project uh let's double all of your like whatever and i'm That's like good. Oh, sure so it's super nice um but yeah, if you have any questions please reach out um i'm now a donors true that's so cool um, you fun, fully funded project oh and then if if your project gets fully funded plus you have extra you get a credit of the, that extra money and you could put that to your other project that's so great. Nice. Um, one, it does make me sad that teachers have to fight for funding, but two, it really yeah. is great that um, a system makes it a little bit easier for people who aren't trained in yeah. business or even crowdfunding. Right, right. Um, but yeah, donors choose, number one, super great. Number two, repurposing. Um, so my partner and I are a little bit like, like trying to figure out our finances, these gonna get a car we have the timeshare and we just have like lots of things that we have to like figure out so we've been kind of like repurposing things like uh like the litter tub litter box tubs that I get from Petco mm -hmm. I use those as little uh garbage containers so then that way I'm not like throwing away plastic bags every single time oh. I clean um clean uh the cat's litter box um because our library doesn't have any bookmarks I um went to Walmart and Lowe's to get some paint swatches and cut them in half for colorful bookmarks. Hey They're free because I just tell them I'm going to paint my, my library you are with crafty. beautiful colors. <laughs> um, using cardboard boxes as carrier trays because we get a lot of cardboard boxes. And also we recently bought like tiramisu from Costco and they come in like little glass jars. We thought they were plastic at first. They come into little glass jars and um, I just wash them, use them as cups. I'm thinking of making candles with them. My mom just gave me a couple of those. I didn't know they were from Target <laughs> or from Costco. They're 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 cute. They're they're, they're not me. I, I mean, it's wow. like you know a pre-made tiramisu, uh, but like those are really sturdy glasses. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like um, it's almost like something that you might get from like a casino, like from the yeah. Um, that's the probably what you're paying for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's yeah. uh, I just really wish you had your own home show or whatnot. I would. I your voice is very soothing, Daniel, and you are just full of useful fucking tips. Yeah. <laughs> um, get and you a last, Pinterest. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if I have to go back on social media, oh, I okay. would probably go be a youtuber okay and then we're gonna maybe we'll do another episode and we'll talk about that about Ooh, social media that would be good another oh, million dollars yeah. let's, let's let this virgo write the shit down uh, <laughs> um yeah we're um, a home style blogger zine here we go <laughs> oh yeah you know actually i've been thinking about like 
go looking into like blogging for like recipes, but then I because I freaking hate recipe websites that have like a huge ad yes. blog. And at the very bottom, it's just like, here's the recipe. And it's just like two ingredients. And I'm like, I don't fucking care what your grandma mm-hmm. thinks about your recipe. Yes! Fucking recipe. Um, anyways. Ooh, it um, should, your, your thing should be called short and sweet or something. Like, you know, because it's like. <gasps> That's such a good name. Honestly, short and sweet. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, short and sweet. I just, I don't even really see you. I don't really see you in the scene, even the Filipino cuisine scene. Like, I don't see mm-hmm. a Daniel equivalent. So um, there's a market there. Just saying. Yeah, there is. Hmm. Careful with those scissors. Uh- <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, my third rec, um, sorry for taking up too much time. It's um, okay. Mini desserts. Uh, they're easy. You can pop in your mouth. Um, and also you can bring them to work and have people like you. Oh. And then in turn, ego boost because they're always just like, Mr. Nero, where's your um, where's your like oatmeal, oatmeal raspberry coconut cookie bars? And I was like, oh, they'll come back on Monday. And like it just like warms my heart to just be like, oh my God, I feel appreciated just because I brought baked goods that I got online, like on a recipe. <laughs> but hey, Man. you're welcome at Keepo Academy. <laughs> I know. Is it, is it going to get these essays written? I know. Time for bribes. Uh, just kidding. Uh, yeah. Well, mine are, my top three. Number one, I love Lazy Dog Restaurant just because I can have my dog. I wish more spaces would just allow fucking dogs in who aren't even service dogs. Right. Um, but yeah, they, I just love sitting there. They also have a really good happy hour. They do. Yeah, it's, it's easy to get fucked up there. Yeah, it, their, their drinks are delicious. <laughs> I just love that place so much. Uh, also, my second recommendation is, okay, I'm going to butcher it. It's Waikomo Shave Ice LV. Um, W-A-I-K-O-M-O Shave Ice LV. They do, they were, they were kind of stationed on Russell, but like they've been struggling a little bit. It is delicious. They use fresh juices, not like flavor, like artificially flavored. Mm. Um, and they try to be eco-friendly by serving it in a reusable coconut shell. Um, it's delicious. It's worth it. Um, they were struggling a little bit because their owner was like stuck in Hawaii. And they're like, we don't know where we're going to go. <laughs> um, and then the community showed up. Shout out to the Hawaiian community who gave them spaces to congregate and hold oh. business. They had a huge line at Ikea um based on their social media um but yeah try them they're really good they're really refreshing especially in this hot ass state um yeah and number three the vegas valley comic book festival is on november 6th it's uh one of the very few free events especially concerning comics um that's 10 30 to 4 30 on the first saturday of november november 6th um yeah is that it's at the clark county Library on Flamingo in Maryland. I'm sure it's the, there's a longer name for that library. Um, I'll be delivering flyers. So if y'all need to me to deliver flyers to your location, that's my little volunteer job that I care so much about. But that's me. Um, any last words on our shame episode before we exit out of here? Shameless. Shame's rude. Get rid of it. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Just <laughs> do what makes you feel happy. Yeah, I think it's really interesting how shame, pleasure, 
and guilt all are work together like in a hollow hollow and we just drink it up and um i think we farted out too (laughs) yeah we farted out um we we enjoy the otot of uh (laughs) of life and that's absolutely okay and it's ever-changing so you know maybe i won't be into dad bods in 20 years but you know but we'll be into patchy beards. <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it here first. This is Jean. And this is Daniel. And this is Nicole. And this is a Panay podcast to encourage you to do butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>